We still don't have a better name yet. If you have any ideas, let us know. Maybe next week. Um, but pretty simple title for now. Kind of tells you all you need to know. We're going to talk some Survivor. Um, so it is 9.33 p.m. Survivor ended at 9.30 p.m. So we've got right off the bat actions for you this week to episode two of season 43. We had an extra long four and a half episode this week. And, uh, yeah, first thoughts, Brielle? Uh, I, I'll say this. I first episode more, um, but that being said, like, it's Survivor. Like, obviously, every episode is Survivor. Like, mm-hmm. that's just me. Like, Survivor, I think, is part of, like, it sounds cliche, but it's part of who I am now. Like, I always get very excited seeing, like, what's going to happen. And, um, heads up again, there's going to be spoilers in this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that should just be, like, a thing going forward. Like, we're probably going to talk about the episodes. But, um, anyway, yeah, I did, um, it wasn't, like, my favorite episode, um, I did feel like there was a lot of fluff again, and I feel like that will start going away once we get back to, like, the hour episodes, which I believe start next week, um, but yeah, I was actually very satisfied with, uh, who went home this week, I'll say that. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I will say with the longer episodes, like, this has been something that I feel like the Survivor community has often been asking for. Um, at least, like, certain groups in the community have been saying, we want more episodes, like, longer episodes. Um, especially, like, Survivor has a lot of crossover fans with other shows, like Big Brother, where you get way more time between lo- more episodes and live feeds, seeing the contestants, and a lot of people have wanted longer Survivor episodes. I still want more Survivor and longer Survivor. I just think they're doing it at the wrong time. They're giving us longer episodes in the first two episodes when there's so little strategy and social game happening yet so we're getting all this fluff i want longer episodes in the middle of the season and like the last couple episodes when like we have a big merge or a big uh like final five vote i think that's why we've had some weaker episodes but for me i liked episode two better than episode one the beginning was rough i was really bored honestly at the beginning but once we i feel like this week we we kind of took less time to get into the strategy and the social maneuvering and like who's gonna go out this week which is what we're all really here for I feel like so I I did end up enjoying this episode and and I will say I'm starting to learn most of the names so oh you're further ahead than I am (laughs) um (laughs) no but yeah I can see where you're coming from with like the strategy I will say that as a big brother fan like like huge big brother fan um like, I feel like as part of the live feeds, like, people who watch the live feeds, like, they're like, going on the live feeds to watch them, like, eat cereal in the morning. Like, they're going for the strategy yeah. part of it. So I feel like when they're with survivors, like, extending these episodes, which is telling us more of the backgrounds of these people, like, I understand why they want to do it. It is, like, a storytelling type of show, but it doesn't all need to be packed into the first two episodes. Like, you yeah. can tell me uh, whoever's story in episode five. It doesn't need to all be packed in episode one and two um but yeah i will say that for me the strategy wasn't my favorite this episode um i understood what they were trying to do um i just felt like it was kind of to me like boring like there was no uh, i just i i don't know i i 
I actually, if I were on the tribe, I would have voted the other person out. Um, I'm, I'm satisfied with who went home as a viewer, but as a player, I don't think that they made the right choice. Um, and by the way, if you don't know who we're talking about at this point, um, you know, warning, we're going to say who it is, but Justine was voted out tonight. I didn't, for me personally, I didn't really like her. Um, and so, and that's nothing against her. I just didn't like how she was portrayed on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like as a viewer, I was glad that she went home, but I feel like as a player, the right move for these players would have been to send NECA home. Um, and that's just my point of view. Oh, why NECA? I was I thought you were going to say send Cody home. Yeah, but I think that right now, I know that a lot of people, like, and for me personally, like I like thinking like further ahead and how I'm going to get to the end. And so I understand where people are like, okay, well, Justine might not be reliable when it comes to merge, but at the same time, they're only at their second tribal council. They need to win challenges, and it seems so stereotypical and, you know, the, you know what the big guys usually say or whatever. We need to keep the strength or whatever. But at the same time, when someone performs poorly in a challenge, you can't have that continuing, or else you're just going to end up at tribal council every single week. And I feel like this week, NECA did perform the worst out of anyone and it wasn't like a slim margin it was like a large margin where she didn't perform as well as everyone else so i feel like she would have been the better option for them to not end up at tribal council again and we'll, we'll see if it pays off next week with them getting rid of justine if they're at tribal council again next week we'll know they they made the wrong choice yeah i mean i can see that but i don't know my my personal strategic feeling if i was out there i feel like it depends whose shoes you're in from an overall, like, bird's-eye view perspective of what's best for the tribe as a whole, sure, maybe you want to keep the physical contenders longer. But I don't know that from each individual's perspective, like, if they have a good relationship with NECA, if they're working with her, then even if this, like, broader idea of tribe strength is important, like, I don't know that you vote out your ally or someone you think you can work with in order to get to the merge even just for yeah. that. I will say with that, like, I can understand that, but I can understand that more when you get, you know, past the first six days. Like, I'm assuming at this point we're at the fourth, fifth, sixth day. I think this was day five, yeah. Day five. You've known this person for five days, so whatever allyship you've built, it's not strong enough to, like, be a relationship that could get you to the merge. Perhaps if you had more time, maybe, but, like, I'm not going to base my decisions off of a five-day relationship i'm gonna base my decisions off of what will get me further in the game and i think that what would get me further in the game would be um having less of a risk of me going home at a tribal council rather than basing my vote on a five-day relationship with an ally and i can just build more allies moving forward once tribes get smaller people get closer so i feel like it, there was still opportunity to build other relationships with people and even when they do a tribe swap or emerge like New allyships always form, so I feel like basing all of your gameplay on one ally or a couple allies within the first five days isn't the best strategy moving forward, but obviously there are different ways to play the game and everyone has different strategies. Yeah, I mean, I think we definitely might have a different strategic view on this, and we can always agree to disagree. I will say, like, when you're talking about, like, waiting longer to make that kind of vote, like, for someone like Cody, I feel like he could very easily have a target on his back next time his tribal has to vote someone out. And so he may not be able to say, oh, two or three votes down the line, I'll start prioritizing my relationships. Like, he may need that relationship 
the very next vote. And so having someone like NECA, who not only does he have a good relationship with, but now that relationship is strengthened because he just stood up for her and helped make sure she didn't go home. So that could help him survive the next vote um, with a potential target on his back if anyone finds out about this advantage that we can talk more about, which is very interesting um, just in general. So I think we might have a different strategic perspective on that, which is okay, but there are definitely multiple ways they could have gone. Yeah, I, I, I definitely see your perspective. Different different perspectives, but I can see both sides. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I guess we can talk about the advantage itself because I don't know what I want to hear your like view on it first because I I have a strong opinion on it and I I'm honestly interested to hear like what your opinion on it was. My opinion was kind of mixed. I have mixed feelings about it. So I I like I don't know. I mean last year with the last two seasons, 41 and 42, we had these beware advantages. And we had different kinds of beware advantages. We had like the red paint thing where someone had to stick their hand in literal red paint in order to get caught red-handed and get an idol. We had um like the saying silly phrases at tribal. Now we have a whole new spin on that. And I think I wasn't really expecting this because I kind of figured, oh, like now everyone knows what these beware advantages are. Like they're not just going to do it again because now no one's going to fall for it. And yet Cody picks it up and immediately opens it and almost blows up his whole planet tribal and risks his whole game. So I guess the producers made a bet that they could run it back, even though people like, I think um, someone, I think it might've been Neca even said like, in a confessional, like, has he not seen season 41 and 42? Yeah. Apparently not, or apparently he wasn't really taking that into account enough because, I mean, it worked from that perspective. Um, But my mixed feelings are that on the one hand, it felt a little forced. Like, I feel like I love this kind of social maneuvering and, like, this kind of, like, uh, like, rush to convince people of something and be strategic and like capitalize on relationships with these people um at the same time i do think it was really fun i think it felt a bit forced but it created a really interesting social situation and um i'm always here for that so what do you think so i didn't particularly like this advantage or beware advantage at all Mm -hmm. i think like what you were saying it was extremely forced i think that if you're gonna bring it like a kind of like advantage back again why would you bring back the same one yeah. or something similar that you did in two previous seasons and i understand that it worked for them this time and you know good for them or whatever but at the same time i don't know it was just like even like the point of like oh yeah you in order to get it you have to like in order to get your vote or whatever you need to you know get these people's beads off of their back like i feel like it was just so insignificant and I don't really know what it added to the, like, I mean, it would have been exciting if there was a tie, yeah, but, like, that didn't happen. It, 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 I don't know. It was just, like, it just added stuff that wasn't necessary to the episode. I would have rather preferred seeing more strategy, like, how are we going to, you know, convince uh, Noelle that, you know, at the end, like, this was the right move or something, something of that nature. Um, I will say that last year, uh, and I actually forgot about it until you brought it up, I loved the advantage with the silly phrases. I just thought it brought a lot to the episode. It was very interesting, and it impacted a good portion of the game. But this particular advantage just 
uh, it wasn't for me. I just did not like it. I thought it was just not good. Like, I, I feel like I don't have enough ad, like, I don't have the proper adjectives to describe it. I just didn't really like Kim Minish. I don't have anything else to say. I'll keep going and saying that I don't like it. So, there's, there's that. But, you know, we'll see what happens moving forward. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I liked it in some ways, but it's definitely not something I'm, like, really hoping we see a ton more of this season or anything. So, we'll see where that goes. But, um, I will say, if we're speaking about advantages, I really, 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 really want them to bring back the idol nullifier. Oh, so please, no. badly. I believe that was, it was used in um, David versus Goliath, and I loved that, like, advantage idol kind of thing. It was so cool. So if they're, if they're into the whole, like, advantages, idols, that whole thing, bring back the idol nullifier. I don't need any of these beware advantages. Bring back the idol nullifier. Ugh. Well, you know what I do not need in my survivor life? I do not need to see the idol nullifier ever again. I completely disagree. No! The idol nullifier is one of the worst advantages we've ever had on Survivor. Oh Com- my god. Completely overpowered. Completely just, like, like just so unneedingly complex. Like, like you have to know they're going to play an idol, and then you also play, like, a, an idol nullifier, and it cancels out and, like, just sets back to the original vote. Like, it's just, like, advantage after advantage. It's like I I completely disagree. I think it's the coolest thing. I think the strategy that you have to have going into a tribal council like that is so complex and that's what makes it so fantastic. I, I think that with an idol nullifier you have to consider so many different possibilities. Your brain has to be going a million miles an hour. And I think that's the point of Survivor. You need to be thinking about every possible outcome. And the idol nullifier allows for that. Oh, I, I loved it. I think just from a entertainment perspective at least i don't think it's fun because you have like with your typical survivor like narrative you have this build up to the vote like oh no this person's gonna go home and then the idol if they play it right offers them this incredible opportunity to like time it perfectly and save themselves with the idol nullifier not only does it just like deflate that moment but we we don't get any payoff like it's not like, oh, like, some crazy new plan has to be come up with now. We just go back to what the original vote was going to be. Like, it robs the person of their great strategic play with the idol. It deflates the episode's entertainment value. I I mean, we're going on a total tangent because this has nothing to do with episode no, okay. two. We're but to it's survivor-related. Okay, fair survivor enough. I think it was Island of the Idols. I'm not, or maybe it was both. I don't know. No, because I think it was Carl. Carl played the idol nullifier on Dan. Okay. And it just added to the entertainment and everybody's face and the whole tribal council. All of the, all of the Goliaths, their mouths dropped open. The, the Davids were able to rise above again. It was just so... It, and it gave Carl this huge power move, and it affected the rest of the game because then Carl was like, you know, I, he thought he was a great player, and he, he kind of had a power trip, and then Carl went home later on. So I feel like it just changed so many dynamics in the game, whereas if you have, like... A but that's what player, idols like, are for, changing those I dynamics. Idols. Yeah. I do love the idols, but I feel like sometimes it can get redundant. So I feel like you need something like an idol nullifier, or even what they had last season, like... um. 
where they, I forget what it was called, but they, you were able to ask, like, do you have an idol or something like that? Like, when, when it's relate, in relation uh, to the idols, I think it's just so interesting and fascinating. And See, I would, I don't know. I mean, I, I've heard a lot of, like, I feel like I'm echoing here, like, I don't know, maybe my opinion's being influenced by, like, I think other Survivor podcasters I listen to aren't a big fan of the Idol Nullifier, so maybe I'm just going on that same viewpoint, but I feel like, from what you just said, like, I definitely agree we want variation, but, like, for me, don't do, like, things that add another, like, complex layer to how idols are in the game. Just, like, change the way the idols themselves work rather than adding this whole other thing. So, like, I love the um, safety without power that we've seen a few times. Where, like, it's like an idol in that it protects you, but you also, like, don't get to vote. You, like, leave tribal entirely. Or the super idol, even. Like, that's a way to have, like, a powerful idol. Or, like, the half-and-half idols where you've got to work with another person. All of these different things have been great twists on the idols. I don't think we need to, like like, go be doubling back, like, oh, look how exciting our idols are, but now it's even more exciting, because now there's no idol. Like, I don't know. We'll disagree to disagree, because I don't know if yeah. I my favorite advantage. So, well, sure. I don't think you're changing my mind on that one, but I will say I do like the other advantages that you just brought up, so mm-hmm. there's Yeah. Um, getting so back to, like, tonight's yeah. actual episode, um, did you have any, like, players or like, that you particularly like seeing Yes, yes I was just about to say, getting back to this episode, um, I loved the story we saw for Gio. Um, I'm definitely rooting for Gio now. Um, he had a really inspiring story, and I just think it's amazing that as we continue to see all the benefits of the, like, CBS diversity campaign and, like, survivors, like, initiative uh, to have more diverse casts, like, it's really amazing to see all these different stories and backgrounds. And um, we talked about this with Jesse last week, who I'm also really rooting for. Um, with Gio, I mean, the fact that he was, like, not accepted by his family. He was, you know, very open about the fact that um, he was, you know, not sure if he even wanted to go on living. And now not only is he, like, alive and well, but he's also, like, out here on Survivor doing these amazing things. Like, it creates a really um, kind of emotional and, like, strong story to root for. So that was that was um, one of the better, like, personal backgrounds I think we've seen. Some of them can feel a bit forced or unnecessary, I feel like. But this one was one that really impacted me. So I, I thought that was a good part of tonight's episode. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And I feel like when I see these things, I have a lot of different things going through my head, right? Like, for one, Survivor is a show aimed at all ages. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking about, like, the, you know, I don't want to say elderly, but, like, the older parents who have had children and maybe it's, you know, making them rethink possibly decisions that they've made when it comes to parenting their own children. And then yeah. I'm also thinking about, you know, young children who are watching and, hopefully seeing someone like Gio on the screen and how he's like persevered is inspiring to them. And then honestly, I'm also thinking, I really hope his parents feel like crap right now after <laughs> seeing that. Like, I honestly always think about these things. Like whenever something is said about like, Oh, like my parents did something like this, or I had like a best friend who dished me or, or whatever it is. Like, I don't know. Like I'm always thinking about what these people are like thinking about now. Like, I wonder if they're watching and they're like, Oh man, I really messed yeah. up. I mean, I it's, know. It's definitely amazing that he's able now 
to be in a place where he can go and share this experience on like national TV where his family might see it. Like the fact that he has gotten to that point and overcome all these struggles is really great. Definitely agreed. And I did, I, yeah, I agree with you. I did really like Gio. Not going to lie though, my favorite player stayed the same. I still love Sam. I know we didn't get a lot of Sammy this episode, but I still really liked him. So I will say the little bit of Sammy we saw improved my opinion of him a little bit. Oh, did it really? He went from like a three out of ten to a four out of ten in my wow. Eyes. I feel like that's actually a lot though. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's a good yeah a good thing mm-hmm. to hear. He's definitely not my favorite, but I do that's think. Okay. Okay. I will say also with Gabler, I'm just kind of done with it. I like I couldn't get a read on him last week, and now I'm just like, you know what? I kind of see where everyone's coming from. Like he should be the next one to go. Maybe, but but... I mean, I think, I think if he sticks around, he'll provide some entertainment value. But perhaps, perhaps we'll see. Like I, I even feel like the segment about the fishing gear was supposed to be funny, and I was just sitting there and I was like. I, I don't find this funny. Yeah, it, that's true. I mean, I feel like that was just a single scene, though. Like, we'll see. Yeah, that's true. I think he's an interesting character, but he's certainly, I don't think he's making... I, well, I think he's either getting voted out in the next episode or two, or, like, going far as more of a goat. But I certainly don't think he's going to have success in this game. Yeah, I um, well, we have been going for over 20 minutes, and, um, my phone is about to die, so this recording oh. may not last much longer. Um, so, would you want to wrap it up? Uh, yeah, well, we appreciate everybody for listening. Also, Definitely. if you would like, yeah, if you'd like to share this with anyone, um, that would also be very much appreciated. If you have any, um, suggestions for the name of our show, let us know. As of right now, I think we're still just going to go by the Survivor Show. Um, we didn't bring out, but, um, yeah, thank you for listening, and, uh, I guess we'll see you next week. Yeah, see you next time.